Life a few years back was devoid of uncertainty and a constant fret about a concealed future. Just like any other ten-year-old brought up in an austere environment bound by stringent rules, my days passed by in the wink of an eye as I followed the ritualistic journey to school and back home. However, despite the highly regulated lifestyle and trailed freedom both in and outside the four walls, one thing surely excited me. And that was our family trips to different corners of the country zigzagging the diverse cultures and boundaries. My father had always been wanderlust, envying the subtle aspects of every state, be it their cuisine, local cultures or even the kind of attires they wore. And so, come the vacations and he would waste no time in booking a lavish resort away from home for a week tour to another exotic paradise on earth. Mother and I was not a fanatic of waking up before the crack of dawn even on a holiday only to witness a sun rise from behind the colossal peaks or abandon our comfort noodles only to devour some local fish curry. And so we preferred an exclusively relaxing vacation snuggling into the highly comforting hotel blankets while father hurried out of the room before our morning snooze, only to capture atypical birds with his digital SLR. The year was 2012 if my conscience recollects correctly. This time, enthusiasm got the best of us as the destination was the sensational abode of tranquil beaches and quintessential, famed churches, Goa. A state in western India, Goa was the Portuguese colony back in 1961 and its churches narrate an age-old history of a forgotten past. It has since forever continued to be in the bucket list of many, the most cherished travel destination for tourists across the world. I had often heard anonymous people boast about how they experienced an unmatched peace in their holidays and this time I was determined to brag about my very first wander to one of the finest destinations of India, flaunting the fresh blue waters and obviously the sun-soaked pictures. We boarded our flight to Bombay from where a night-long bus route would take us to the much-awaited destination. However, here came the highly upsetting moment. Both mother and I were victims of motion sickness and a 13-hour long ride in the bus surely proved our worst nightmare, true. The brunt of it all came handy with the embarrassment my father and brother had to face in front of the half-sleeping passengers who saw us flinch every time we threw up in our sickness bags. All we could wait for was the journey to conclude so we could rush outside and catch some fresh air, away from the putrid odor of the constant puke. The constant exertion and the drained bodies led us to retreat into an arduous slumber until finally the bright rays of morning sunshine welcomed us to the exotic paradise of Goa. It was as if an exhausted traveler in the Saharan deserts finally spotted an oasis to quench his hour-long thirst. Father had booked us a grand hotel that was located in the outskirts of the city and so the rest of the journey had to be completed through a rented car. My motion sickness prepared to surrender as the pleasant winds brushed across my face through the car windows. One could only see tall palms dotting the roads and cobalt blue skies following our route. We spotted some locals cross the streets in their bicycles, and I couldn't help but notice their bright-hued boxers and oversized shirts and caps. I elbowed mother pointing towards a woman, requesting her to buy me a similar shirt. After almost half an hour, we finally reached the hotel. As father stepped ahead to have a talk with the receptionist, mother, my brother and I slumped onto the highly comforting sofas eyeing the exquisite surrounding delineated with antique statues and gardens dotted with contrasting flowers. I began to walk along the pebbled path as the perfectly mowed grass looked blissful. By the time, the others came along, as a helper carried our bags accompanied by the manager showing the way to our room. The resort had a private beach at the backside and we had decided to freshen up and head straight towards it. There were small shops set up by the locals in front of the entry point and mother couldn't help but drool over the roasted corn and fried prawns. Father bought two plates of fried pomfret and prawns as we headed towards the beach brushing our bare feet across the loose sands. We sat down beside some medium-sized rocks as the sky turned grey with the setting of dawn. We could feel the moist breeze from the waters touch the face as an overwhelming pleasure took over. 
The fish was delightful as we devoured every ounce of it relishing the careful blend of local flavors. A distance away, there were some people playing a game of volleyball as some others cheered and whistled. To the left, there was a small beach restaurant set up by the resort and we decided to have lunch there the next time. Food and drinks beside the tranquil blue waters and a comforting breeze was all one could ask for. The next day after breakfast, we reclined in the easy chairs kept outside the dining hall as father hurried to click the bright flowers and the antique pieces of art. After a while of playing badminton with my brother, we decided to take a quick tour of the city and explore its hidden treasures. I was familiar with the gorgeous shacks, enticing beach waters and succulent seafood, but now I was overcome by curiosity to know what more was. It was the month of June and monsoon had just hit in, so we weren't quite often drenched in rainwater but were fortunate enough to witness opulent beaches in a much pleasant weather. The first day was reserved for beach hopping and so Baga and Candlelim topped our list followed by Kalva, Aganda and others. Even though the blue-green waters rejuvenated our core to the utmost level, Father was a man of mountains and regardless to say, he didn't allow us a three-hour recline in the toasted beaches, given that our resort already had one without any curfew timings. Nevertheless, my brother managed to hoard countless seashells of different sizes and hues until his feet got drenched in the sandy water and he almost left a sandal to float in the waves. We visited the Fort Aguada tucked by the Candelim Beach, which was built by the Portuguese to guard against indigenous attacks. Dilchata High Key shooting Yehi Hoi T Beta Dekie the guide told me as he pointed towards the area. As young as I was, when I heard about the filming of a Bollywood movie there, I began pestering mother with whether I'd even meet a celebrity or two. It was past noon when we headed to the Basilica Church of Bomb Jesus. Given its magnificent stone work and grandiose architecture, father spent almost an hour there with his camera capturing every nook and corner of the majestic church. The body of St. Francis Xavier sent chills down my spine as I stood mesmerized with its stupefying beauty. We had rented a Maruti 800 for our travel in the city and I kept telling myself it was the coolest vacation I had ever been to. It didn't feel like an unknown city anymore when you had a car to drive on your own and stop for beaches and feast on authentic gone curry. It was almost four by the time we came to an end and decided to head back to the resort, only to come back dressed at night to enjoy the gone delicacies and live music in the most renowned fisherman's wharf. The employees were dressed in holiday shirts and we tapped our feet to the rhythm of 90s classics. The peppy music, cocktail and amazing food satiated our hearts with elation. We returned to our room content with how the day had been. The next morning was checked for a 60 kilometers drive to the Dudsagar Falls, located near Kulam and to no amazement father decided to go alone as we three were highly skeptic about our motion sickness hitting back. However, we anyway weren't left off the joy as father's snapshots had given us the perfect sight of delight as the shimmering cascade of water gushed down the blissful greenery. That evening, we had decided to hop into the night market and enjoy the bustling scene until finally the third day concluded. Crab fries, prawn curries, chicken zakiti and corn filled our tummies and the surreal blue-green waters ensured our holiday was worth everything. The three-day trip had finally come to an end and it was the time to return. Fortunately, we did get a train ticket this time but I felt tears fill my eyes even then. Perhaps that was the divine pull of the city. Goa as a place is not the usual hustle and bustle of city life or the usual anonymity and busy schedules. It breathes peace and instills joy in a person. The city has changed a lot by now, and the greenery is much less than it used to be back in those days. However, the aura of the picturesque destination fails to fade away as every wanderlust envies the unmatched serenity of Goa. Goa isn't just a holiday spot but an emotion in itself.